Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. We're here in Houston, Texas. Today is Wednesday, February 3rd, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining us on this morning. We meet right here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you all so much for sharing, for inviting, for spreading the word. We have hundreds of people who join us every single morning from all over, new people every single day. Man, we are so excited about it and appreciate you all so much for your part that you play in making that happen. We ask that you continue to share, especially throughout the call, by posting your notes on social media, tagging us in it with either our names or using the hashtag WinDreamsCollide so we can just flood people's timelines with something positive that's going to uplift them and help them with their day. Also want you to be sure to mark your calendar. Mark your calendar for February 27th. That's a Saturday. My husband and I will be in New York for the Wind Dreams Collide workshop and partnership with Vision Impact partner, Ms. Letizia Beasley, will be in New York for our workshop. Excited about that. We'll cover topics of uh, from concept to commerce, the process of purpose, the laws of sowing and reaping, the business of relationships, and so much more. We look forward to, to doing that. Uh, we love our workshops because we have an opportunity to really just to teach and to unfold the principles and the laws and the things that govern life so that you can walk out of there uh, enhanced. You can walk out of there stronger, wiser, better. And so uh, if that's you, if that's what you're looking for, if you have that concept, that vision, that idea that's in your heart and you want to be able to have it manifest in your life, the Win Dreams Collide workshops are definitely for you. You can go to wilkinsevents.com for details, tickets, and information. Secure your seat today, and we will see you there. Also, ladies, mark your calendar from March 5th, 2016. We'll be in Dallas, Texas, myself, and uh, Straight Talk Woman Talk Impart partner, Ms. Dr. Estralita Bruce, will have our Straight Talk Woman Talk Impart session. It's going to be absolutely powerful. Totally looking forward to that. This is a continuation for uh, what we did and what we sold on the in- at the intensive January, January 16th. Now we're getting into maintenance mode to help these women make sure that whatever you purged on the 16th, whether you were here in Houston or you supported just through uh, participating in the fast or not, that you can make sure that that thing that you release doesn't come back, okay? And so straighttalkwomantalk.com is where you can go get the tickets, details, and information uh, for that. It's going to be an exciting time. Make no mistake. Are you definitely? Uh, you definitely don't want to miss these upcoming events that we will be at. There's much more to come, so stay close, stay connected. Make sure you subscribe today to our website when you visit it. Uh, make sure that you are in the loop. All right, folks, hopefully you have your social media pages pulled up so you can post your notes and tag us in it. Get your pen and paper ready. If you're driving, put in your Bluetooth. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll with you all. Uh, honey, why don't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, family. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited excited about your future. 
Did you hear me on this morning? I said, I am, I am excited about your future. Yes, I am. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. What do you see? What do you see? Huh. I'm reminded of a story Les Brown was telling at a seminar many years ago where he saw a couple that he had known for many years. And he saw that they were no longer married. They were no longer sitting together. And he asked the man, hey, brother, what happened? And the man tells Les Brown, he tells him, uh, she left me because I didn't have anything. And he went over to the woman. He said, ma'am, what, what happened? You guys look so happy together. What happened to you? Why, why are you no longer together? And the woman said, he's lying. I didn't leave him because he didn't have anything. I left him because he didn't want anything. My question for you this morning is, what do you see? Dr. Moreau says it this way. He says, eyes that look are common, but eyes that can see are rare. What do you see? Because what happens with most of us is people treat us differently in our seed season. And you've got to be very careful and aware of how you treat people and how you treat yourself in the seed seasons of your life. Because the harvest never looks like the seed. In other words, you reap what you sow, but you, you may not reap it where you've sown it. Sure, I've been in sowing seasons. Sure, I've been in seasons that are wintry and cold. Sure, I've been in seasons where the things have fallen away from me. Sure, I've been in seasons where things have gone backwards. Sure, I've been in seasons where I've been a maniac or, or mantic depressive. I, I've been in places in my life where things didn't look good, where things looked completely dark. I've been in places in my life, ladies and gentlemen, and I ain't too proud to say it, uh, that, that I have sat I have on the couch all day long wondering, what's, what's wrong with me? What, why, why did that person leave me? Why are they talking about me? Why, why, what did I do that was so wrong? And you start to go through these stages. I talk about the five stages of loss often because I understand unequivocally where people are in their stages, where they are in their process. I can listen to your conversation and tell where you are in your process called L-I-F-E. I can see what's taking place in your life because I've been through, I've been through those vicissitudes. I have experienced those types of pains. There's nothing about broke that I don't understand. There's nothing about brokenness that I do not understand. But what do you see? See, it is the thing that you see that will cause you to move you from the place that you're in. It's what it is that you see that will pull you out of, the painful, out of the painful present that you're existing in. It is the fruit of the future that pulls you from the pain of the present. Write that down. It is the fruit of the future that pulls you from the pain of the present. And I'm telling you, the first stage of, of loss is denial. You're denying everything and everyone. You are living in esoteric la-la land, things that are happening around you. You are burying your head in the sand, acting like people are not hurting, acting like people are not dying, acting like people are not just looking for a way out. You start to deny it. The second stage you go through is, Stage called anger. You get angry at everybody for making a decision 
to change this circumstance because maybe, just maybe, 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 ma'am, maybe, sir, you haven't had the courage. Hmm. Courage. Courage doesn't exist without fear. Courage is acting in spite of the fear. Winston Churchill said one man or woman with courage is the majority. Maybe you haven't had the courage to leap and grow your wings on the way down, but those of us that move progressively through these stages, the only reason that you begin to move past denial into anger and then from anger into bargaining, from bargaining into depression and from depression into acceptance, which is the final stage of loss, the only way you move through these various stages is because you see something. My question for you today is what do you see? See, the what is your vision? The what is your vision? For me, the vision is always more significant than the vehicle. I don't care what vehicle you've chosen, whether it's in traditional business. I don't care if it's in network marketing. It doesn't matter what company. It doesn't matter what platform. The, the vehicle is not as important as the vision because people don't perish for a lack of vehicle. They perish for a lack of vision. When a man or what a man or woman wants shows up in their conversation, but what they expect shows up in their behavior. What do you see? The reason why the majority of people are stuck in life, living a mundane, trifling life, where they're going back and forward, back and forth, rocking in the rocking chair of life, acting as if they're moving from a place of where they were to a place of where they desire to be. But in actuality, they've got their self pulled over on the side of the road. They've got their hazard lights on. They're blinking, acting as if nothing is wrong. But you've been so still and stuck. You haven't been still to build. You've been stuck like Chuck out of luck. And when I say luck, I mean L-U-C-K, laboring under correct knowledge. But what happens with many of us is we disguise in a colloquialism called loyalty what we have really put ourselves in an indigenous behavior called slavery, whereby, whereby our loyalty to what was has crippled us to what is. We are so convoluted in our thoughts to remaining where God was, and we're not moving to where God is. My question for you this morning is what do you see? Your dreams are tired of competing with your distractions. What do you see? A setback ain't nothing but a setup for a comeback, Willie Jolly says. What do you see? Les Brown says when life knocks you on your back, when life knocks you down, try to land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. What do you see? You're born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your choices. What do you see? If it's meant to be, it's up to me. What do you see? That's the only thing that's going to move you. Your vision. The Bible says, write the vision. Make it plain on tablets so those that see it may run. See, the reason why you ain't running, <laughs> the reason why nobody around you is running, is because they don't see anything. 
The reason why you're not running in the direction of your dream, you're not running in the direction of your goal, the reason why you're so fatigued, the reason why you're so tired is maybe you're trying to operate and function in a place that no longer you fit in. Yeah. What do you see? You've got to be very careful in the season not to become like the person that hurt you. Yeah. You know, hurting people hurt people. You've got to be very aware that in this new transitional phase of your life, it is the vision that you must become clearly defined in articulating to other people, but most importantly, yourself. My wife and I, we started talking about our vision publicly. Project Build It for Your Last Name. And we've got thousands of people around the world, and you mark my words, this mantra this vision. See, I had a gentleman tell me yesterday, hey, I love your brand. See, most people think a brand is a website or some memes or some fancy pictures. That's a part of it, but that's not the real brand. B-R-A-N-D. Build relationships and never doubt. That's a brand. He says, I love your brand. I love what's going on. He said, what's project Build it for your last name? I said, sir, it's not a brand. No, it's, it's not a brand. It's, it's not... Some, some fancy, clever quote. It's not some sales pitch. This is my life's work. This is what I'm about. Building it for my last name. If you're anything like me, what I see is me no longer hustling for my first name. I, I'm not chasing a check. I'm pursuing my life's purpose. Write that down. I'm no longer chasing a check. I'm pursuing my life's purpose. But when you begin to see something, what you see is the vision. Why you see it is the purpose. When I stepped into a place called purpose, where I discovered the intent for my life, I understood the gift that God gave me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go buy this. He gave it to me. How do you know it's a gift? You do it effortlessly. You do it in the morning. You do it in the afternoon. You do it in the evening. I hope you find your it. When you do it effortlessly, people come from miles and miles away. They listen to you. They, they want to be in that environment. They don't love you. They love the gift. And you can't be so confused with the love they show for the gift that you think it's love for you. It's not the love for you. It's the love for the gift that you have. And the gift that you have is for the people that you serve. The greatest among you will be your servant. Listen, not of their slavehood, but of their gift. When you learn how to serve your gift, it becomes apparent what you're here for. See, your, your, your vision is your purpose in pictures. Did you hear that? Your vision is your purpose in pictures. Once you start to discover the why, the what shows up, and what you see causes you to be, but most importantly, it causes you to become. My question for you this morning is what do you see? What do you see, ladies and gentlemen? The Bible tells us if the blind link the blind, they both going in a ditch. So what do you see, and what do the people you're connected to see? Because who you're connected to is taking you somewhere. Who you are connected to is taking you somewhere. So look at their life. Their life, their, their life tells a story of where they're going. 
And if you connect with them, you're going to go to that same place. So you got to make sure that the individuals that you are connected with can see where they're going as well. They need to, they need to see the, the next phase of their life. You may not be able to see the next step all the time, especially when you're operating out of faith and you're taking a faith walk, but at least you have an idea. There's some direction, okay? Uh, you, you're not just roaming blindly. There, there's a vision there, okay? And, you know, without vision, you perish. Without vision, you cast off restraint. Without vision, you're not going anywhere. You're going nowhere really, really fast, nowhere really fast. And so when you can see what's before you, well, you can see what it is that you want in life. You can set different requirements because you only receive what you require out of life. You only receive what you require from people. We teach people how to treat us. Guess what? You teach life how to treat you too by the decisions that you make and the requirements that you set up for what it is that you do and what it is that you won't do. There are just certain things that you no longer do anymore because it's just no longer who you are. When you were younger, maybe you was in a club, you was turning up, drinking, smoking, doing whatever it is that you do. Maybe that's the case, but now you're in a different place. Now you're in a place where, okay, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not there anymore. I'm not going to those places anymore. I'm not hanging around those people anymore. I'm not doing those same things anymore that I used to do. So now I'm in a different place. And so I have a different requirement and expectation for those that I associate with. If you're going to be around me, there's just certain things that I'm not going to, to, to sit around in. If you're going to be around me talking and acting crazy, being messy, uh, no substance in your conversation, all you do is talk about people more than you, than you do your vision, then I, I can't hang around you. Why? Because you're not going anywhere. You don't see anything. You don't see anything but mess, but drama. And you can't do that. Same thing with people who are going through those five stages of grief. If you've come out of a certain stage and you know you're only one conversation away from going back to one of those old stages, then that person who's in that old stage that's around you, you got to disconnect from for a time. So if you are in resolve, if you're in the fifth stage and someone's just getting to the second stage where they're angry all the time, you can't talk to that person every day. It's not that you don't like them anymore, that you don't love them or that you don't care but you've grown past it, and you can't risk putting yourself in a position for them pulling you back down and dragging you back down if you're not in a position where you're strong enough to help them pull themselves back up. Just because you've come out of a situation, based on how long you've been out of it, you're not always ready to go pour back into someone else. No. you got to have that grace period there so that you can get yourself solid, get your footing, get your foundation set, and together. If you haven't gotten what you want, ask yourself, what requirements have you set out of life? If you're not getting what you want out of your relationships, if you're not getting what you want out of your business, if you're not getting what you want out of your connections, if you're not getting what you want, what have you set as your requirements? What what are those non-negotiables for you? What are those things that are just necessary for you to have for something to take place, for things to happen, for things to progress, for things to move forward? Many people can't see past where they are. So they just sit and expect people to read their minds. And then when you make a decision or do something different that contradicts what they've had in their mind and never shared with you, now you're the demon. You're mad. You're the bad person. You don't love them. You don't care anymore. Listen, that person you're, is not mature enough or, or is, needs to take responsibility for their actions because they didn't make their requirements known. Don't become that person that just sits silently and wait for people to read your mind. 
and expect them to just know what it is that you want out of life. You have a mouth, use it. You have a voice, speak. Do something. Say something. Don't just sit there, okay? Express yourself. Set those requirements. If people are heading down a path that you're associating with and you're not okay with that path, listen, you got to go. Like my husband said, most people get so caught up into where, where the favor was, where God was, that they missed the mark on where he is. Favor moves. Listen, God, God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. But his anointing, his glory, it moves from place to place. So just because you've been in this place that did have a lot of favor, that did have a lot of flow, that did have the oil, the anointing, just because it had it 10 years ago doesn't mean it has it today. Why? Based on the choices and the decisions that those individuals made, what did they do with that flow, with that favor when they had it? Did they honor it? Did they recognize it? Because whatever you don't recognize will exit your life. Dishonor disqualifies you. So just because it used to be a great thing to do don't mean it, any, it is anymore. So you have to be able to, to tap into that is a car anointing to recognize the time, to know when it's time to move, to know when it's time to make adjustments, to know when it's time to progress, to know when it's time to get to that next phase, and to recognize who to take with you. Everybody that was with you in your in your last round of success doesn't always qualify to go with you to your next one. Lot couldn't tag along with Abraham for his whole life. No. It got to a point where Abraham was like, bro, look, you're doing too much. You got to stay, okay? You met, at this time, you're no longer contributing. You're dead weight, and I got to release you. I got to move on. God is calling me to bigger and better things. And so some, some, sometimes you got to do that. When you see something, when you have that vision before you, that vision will create changes, and there are going to be a series of shifts and changes in all of your relationships as a result of what you see. Every relationship that is good right now won't always be later. Just go ahead and prepare yourself for it now. Just think about who your best friend was when you was in kindergarten. You just knew y'all was going to be best friends forever. Y'all used to write each other letters. You used to carve it in the, the trunk of the tree you know, BFFs and all of this, that, and the third, and you just knew you would be inseparable. You couldn't imagine your life without that person, and now y'all don't even talk anymore. <laughs> you don't even see each other anymore. Listen, relationships change. People evolve. People grow. People come into your life for a reason or season and some for a lifetime, and all of that is contingent upon what it is that you see. All of it is contingent. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and for not for calamity, for a future and for a hope. If the decisions that you're making, if the people that you're around can't see past the, the, well, the, the, the drama and the pain and the setbacks in their life, then it's time for you to move on because that's not the will of God. The will of God for your life is to have a, a positive future that's hopeful. That, that's prosperous. So make sure what you see is in alignment with what he sees for you as well. Honey? Yes, you need to get on his page. Because we all have an energy signature. We all have an energy signature. And not everybody that comes into your life deserves your signature, listen, on their paper. You will always attract 
who you are, not who you pretend to be. What do you see? See, when you start to see something, it makes you become something. When you start to see something, it makes you to become someone. It causes you to grow. I mean, really grow. Not personal uh, educational or, or personal education, but personal development. To develop means to go deep down, to change, to turn, to rearrange, to explore, to devour, to go through the process. Without the process, there can be no progress. Don't, don't get so overjoyed and zealous about the promise that you forget to embrace the process. What do you see? What do you see? See, some of you are distracted because distractions are those things that you see when you take your eyes off the prize. What do you see? What do you see? I don't care what he sees. I don't care what she sees. It doesn't matter what they see. It doesn't even matter what they say. What they say has nothing to do with what I see. I don't care what they say. Matter of fact, they, them, him, and her can get together, have a party, and please don't invite me. What do you see? God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.